listening to the Cinebabes podcast. Join two ghoulish gal pals as they dive deep into the chilling realm of all things horror and haunt. We have such sights to show you. Now, open those coffin doors. Climb inside. It's time to be buried alive. By the Cinebabes. What's up, Hellraisers? Welcome back to The Cenobabes. You are listening to our second podcast. This is episode two. So welcome back. (laughs) That's right. We're number two. Uh, So my name is Laura Kilpatrick, and I am your ghost host, the ghost with the most. I had to say it that way. And then I have my lovely co-host, the co-star of The Cenobabes Show, Rachel Wells with me today. What's up, everybody? What's up? So we're excited. This is our Friday the 13th episode. So you are hearing this on Friday the 13th. This is a special day for pretty much anybody that loves horror. It is. So it's kind of perfect that we picked this day. Uh, But this is actually why we wanted to bring this content to you on Friday the 13th. And we are taking that number 13 and we are applying it to Scream Queens. And this was this was actually really super fun to research because Rachel and I both kind of have some different views on maybe some, some Scream Queens that have impacted us uh, at different times in our lives. So the conversations that we had, you know, discussing all of these were actually pretty interesting. I gotta tell you, Laura, this is uh, absolutely one of my favorite subjects. It is. Um, Every single woman on this list has impacted my life in some way. So uh, this, yeah, this has been the most fun I've had in a while, actually. (laughs) And it's actually kind of fun, too, because, you know, we're women. And uh, so I think it's so important for women to have these strong female roles represented in horror movies just because you don't always want to be the girl that's just running up the stairs when you should be going out the front door. Mm-mm. You you know the ones I'm talking about. So uh, without further, further ado, we're going to get into this list of screen queens. Now, I have to preface this with saying these screen queens, we didn't put them in any particular order. And this specific list of 13, we called down from uh, about 19 or 20 I think we had that we've been discussing Rachel is that right yeah um and it really sucked trying to take people off but uh the point of this to me was for you and I to come together and find like a common ground from different backgrounds so um I gotta say like we have come together to determine who we feel is number one on our list but I, I certainly have my favorites and I'm sure you have yours so it's very exciting Absolutely. And I do. I do. Yeah. I I have my favorites. You have your favorites. Uh, So let's just start this off with, I love, I love that this first one we're going to talk about is from the nineties from 1996. Cause I'm a huge nineties kid. Love it. Drew Barrymore. So Drew Barrymore from the movie scream now. Yeah. That, that movie scream. I'll tell you what, when it came out, I was really impressed with even just the poster designs and things that I saw that were kind of marketing the movie. I remember them being very striking. You know, there were some where you could like 
just see the the victim you know the skit like the fear in in the eyes on the poster she, now uh, i gotta give it to true like she's actually been in the game for a long time um with stephen king films such as firestarter and cat's eye which is one of my favorite movies in the world Absolutely. so the fact that she had the balls to come into this film and just like be the first to die <laughs> was just like the coolest thing ever. No one expected it. It was so well executed and um, I absolutely love her. It was really well executed. And I'm sure anybody that has seen this movie, uh, they will recall kind of just how it progresses, you know, and it's just a teenager on a phone getting a random phone call. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it just ends up in complete horror madness. And uh, so we've got her listed to talk about um you know as our number one but as we said we're going to go down a list of 13 and these are in no particular order so let's listen to this epic scream uh from the movie scream in fact by drew barrymore let's go call the police Wow, you can really hear the terror and the shock in her scream, I think. And, you know, although it's not like this really long drawn out scream, it, it to me, it just felt so real. And really, oh, yeah. in, this, in this whole scene, as, as you follow her from start to finish, it is very believable that she uh, is just terrorized and, right. and completely in shock at some points. So kudos to Drew. I thought she did an excellent job in Scream. It's still Absolutely. one of my favorites, I think, that movie for sure. So um, moving on to number our number two that we're going to discuss today. Rachel, I'm going to let you talk about this one. A Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> so Sigourney, uh, you know, is definitely known as just a badass from the entire Alien franchise, starting from Aliens. A, or Alien 1, Aliens, Aliens 3, Alien Resurrection as well. Um, she just, I don't know, man, just such a badass, so strong. Um, even when she screams, uh, it's it's very, like, controlled, I felt. <laughs> like, like, she didn't lose her shit. Um, so this specific clip, I think, is from um, the 1979 movie, I guess. It's Alien, the first one. Um, and I love this because you actually mentioned Sigourney Weaver kind of in, in the horror movies that shaped us, right? From oh, our yeah. first episode. So um, Sigourney I, is my gal. <laughs> I love that this is kind of a, she's appearing now a couple times. Obviously, she's made a huge impact on you. So, um, and Sigourney's had an excellent career just yeah. across the board. I mean, She's like been most recently, I think uh, the coolest thing about, well, not the coolest thing because I love the whole movie, but um, she was like the keeper of the Creatures in Cabin in the Woods film, um, which was just so cool because I wasn't expecting it to be like Sigourney Weaver at the end. So <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's listen in. I guess let's listen to Sigourney's scream. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Man, that was so epic. I have to tell you, so my my favorite part from this specific clip that you picked, Rachel, is her, the tension and stuff that you can hear in her breathing. Oh, yeah. And she is- but controlled. In, <laughs> like, you I can tell her. that uh, as an actress, she is really in the moment, she's feeling it, and she is kind of working through how someone might be breathing and trying to manage their panic, you know, during- a uh, a tense time or a, a chaotic you know this chaotic scene she's she's facing some badass crazy aliens like so that's really cool uh and i do have to say like with all of these scream queens i know we're taking it pretty literal and we're listening to some screams but to me there's so much that goes into a scream queen and what would make them great um but definitely thanks for going on this journey with us and, and listening to these screams. So the next one that we're going to discuss is Jamie Lee Curtis. And how could you have a list of screen queens without including Jamie Lee? You just can't. Um, not only is she just one of the original uh, final girls, she is also the daughter of Janet Lee from Psycho. So she's like Hollywood horror royalty and, um, is still doing it, you know, she's still making Halloween movies. Um, and I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, some people making a Halloween fan film um, on Indiegogo or Indiegogo called Halloween Evil Lives. There's Ooh, lots nice. of cool perks and ways to get involved. So, you know, check it out if y'all want to. Yeah. And we can link this on our social pages if, if you guys want to want to find it. Um, but that sounds cool. That sounds really cool. Fan films are definitely super fun. I know I've been in myself a couple B movies. Uh, oh, no, I didn't know you know, that. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know that. I have to show you some clips. To discuss. <laughs> so, uh, Jamie Lee. I would Curtis. love that. So, yeah, we'll have to do that. So, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, we're actually the little clip that we're going to play is from Halloween, the first installment, 1978. So, uh, let's let's take a listen. So that was epic. Jamie Lee running away from Michael Myers. And you can hear how frantic she is. You know, she's screaming for help. The, you know, her voice is kind of cracking and stuff. I have to say, you know, she's had an excellent career. Of course, we had to include her on this list. Um, she's just an excellent actress. And of course, there is another installment of Halloween coming out this year in October. Okay. So... Halloween Kills, October 15th. Uh, I know I'm excited for that one. So I think I think she says in the in the trailer, evil dies tonight. See, like what excited me about that trailer is there's an Easter egg of uh, Halloween 3 and mm. all of the masks that they used. And I'm one of the weird people who love Halloween 3. So I'm just like, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I really liked, uh, I think, the artwork for this. And I think the trailer is probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. You know, you just get excited. If, if, if you're excited to see the movie after a trailer, you know, they've done it right. And 
I've even seen this played recently on the big screen and it's just every time I'm just like so ready for it. So Jamie John Carpenter. So right. So from Jamie Lee, we're gonna move into one of my favorite screen queens. And this is Linda Blair. So the clip that we have today, yeah, is uh from The Exorcist. Linda Blair, you just we this is another one you have to have her on a list and it's funny and like when i sent y'all this video she's screaming the whole video <laughs> by the way <laughs> so it's just traumatizing the scene so all right let's take a listen Hi. Yes, sir, Dr. Klein. This is Dr. Kelly. Sharon, things have gotten worse since I phoned you. I think you've got a home upstairs. She's having spasms again? Yeah, but they've gotten violent. Did you give her the medication she gave you? Yes. What was that? Oh, Crazy. Well, that was Ritalin. Chris, doctors. Mother, please! Do something, Dr. Please, help her! shit well i'm gonna i'm just gonna have to say i mean for a child actress handling such a heavy heavy situation and story you know linda blair obviously i mean she was definitely put through a lot i think on yeah. the set of the actress that's the scene where she broke her back that i was referring to in our last episode like oh yeah those are real screams of anguish and oh. it's just crazy <laughs> absolutely so the exorcist from 1973 you know, there's quite a few movies from the 70s that we've mentioned now. And, you know, I, to me, horror had quite a lot going on in the 70s and 80s that was just epic. Yeah. Um, and so from The Exorcist, moving on, uh, we have a 1960 film on our list. And I'm glad that we reached back a little bit on this one. And of course, we had to give some props to jamie lee's mom janet lee from psycho and i have to say this is um one of my favorite movies ever it's just has such an impact no one had seen this before they weren't expecting the twist and um some would even say that it's one of the, it is the first slasher film so um, i have so much love for this movie absolutely I think, you know, from the first time I saw this movie, and, and I've seen it quite a few times, it's just one of those that watching it back, you know, it, it's it's interesting. You, you might see something you didn't notice before, mm -hmm. um, but the complexity of the character in Norman Bates and everything. And he's my favorite character. Um, I worked in some psychiatric hospitals and I have a huge heart for like people with mental problems. And I can tell you some of them cannot help it. So it's actually just a really heartbreaking story to me, which makes me like it more. So, Yeah, absolutely. Well, so let's give our props to Janet Lee from Psycho and let's, uh, let's listen to this clip.
I have to say, you know, this is one of the clips and one of the people that we're talking about today where the scene that we chose uh, involves water. And <laughs> this one to me is, is so epic because how vulnerable are you oh, when yeah. you're in the shower? <laughs> you are naked. You are alone. You think you're alone. And it's just one of those times that you're, you know, you, you feel safe, although you're so exposed. Uh, and so to be attacked um, in, a, in a shower scene, oof, goodness. Well, I know this has been used over and over in horror now, you know. As soon as that scene, like, came on, like, there's something wrong with me because I just started smiling. <laughs> it's just so good. It's well, so good. I can tell you what was making me <laughs> smile from this scene is not only just her performance, but the music um, in this scene. Absolutely. So the, the music uh, was composed um, for the movie Psycho by Bernard Herrmann. And it is just, to me, that's part of what is so memorable of this movie. And it, it's so important. You know, it's not just the scream. It's not just the acting. It's not just what the director set up for you and how you feel about it. That's also what you're hearing and how it all comes together as a package. So this was such an epic movie. And I think you know, it's, it's definitely important to note. Um, so Janet Lee, just amazing performance. So this next one, uh, this one is actually very important to Rachel. So Rachel, I will let you discuss who is up on deck. Okay. So this, this is my girl. This is Tiffany Shepes. She was, uh, kind of who I was following um, to get me to the road here with you, to be honest. Uh, she's my trauma sister. Uh, she was the host for Trauma's Edge TV and uh, did so well, like wearing like these tiny little things, you know, <laughs> like she just was so confident and so just outspoken. And um, I absolutely love her. Um, so this is Tiffany Shepis from Ted Bundy. Um, and uh, what's notable about this clip is she's actually the one that gets away. So, so this was this is from Ted Bundy, I guess, in two thousand two. So now we're kind of getting more into the last, you know, twenty years or so. Yeah, she's um, still doing shit. Like she's uh, there's a film I actually want to cover on hers called The Violent Kind at some point. So oh, nice. I love her. So. Well, let's let's take a listen to uh, Tiffany Shepis. <laughs> Are you gonna be a good little girl? Yes. Ah! Yes. Yeah, she definitely deserves to be on this list. She, she, I'm telling you, like, I, I still am over the moon for her. <laughs> like, I love her. So, ex excellent choice on that one. Um, you can just, you can just tell she's, she's a great actress. She really is related to her. You know, like, <laughs> she does conventions and she, like, acts like she remembers me. I'm just kidding. She does. <laughs> so, 
couple extra points here for remembering Rachel Tiffany. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, me and her are both on the uh, Make Your Own Damn Movie Masterclass DVD um, under special effects section. She crushes a melon. <laughs> so yeah. that is definitely not. I love you, Tiffany. So uh, I, I really like that you chose her appearance in this Ted Bundy movie. You know, there's there's been so many movies uh, and different shows made about serial killers and Ted Bundy specifically. I know if you uh, if you if you care to watch that kind of stuff, I know there was one that I really liked. Uh, I think it was on Netflix, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. That was yeah, back in 2019. I thought that was pretty good. But um, moving on, so from uh, Tiffany Shepis, I believe we've got Barbara Crampton. Um, Another one of my absolute favorites. Um, she's in a whole bunch of uh, um, Stuart Gordon films, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, uh, still doing really, really good, good films. But this specifically is her scene from a B-movie called Shopping Mall. And this was from 1986, so... Let's take a listen. Yeah, that was pretty legit. And I think he's just laying there. It's like, Barbara, get up, girl. Yeah, and I think, you know, we don't even have to tell you that that movie was made in 1986. <laughs> yeah, if, like, I think you can just listen to that beautiful 80s synth going on in the background and, and you can tell what's going on. Um, but Chuck Serino, I guess, was the uh, composer for that that amazing synth we had going on in that scene. You know that. <laughs> So I, I have a thing for uh, music when it comes Me to movies. Me too. I just don't know people's names, but I'm, I'm glad I can learn through you now. Well, let me tell you, um, my friend Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta love my friend Google. But, so uh, Barbara, man, it's such a great job. Yeah, so she's solid. I'm really glad we had her on there. And during that clip, it kind of made me want to do a segment on Cinebabes where we discuss horror movies that happen in like shopping malls or in oh, shopping yeah, situations. Yeah, you can get a list going, I think, uh, for that. Cool. So definitely to our listeners, let us know if that would be of interest to you because already Dawn of the Dead, I'm like, that's one yeah. of my favorites. Uh, anyways, but moving on. So the next one we have here is Linnea Quigley. And Linnea, she is actually kind of one of Rachel's favorites as well. She so, is the OG. Yeah. So uh, Rachel, now I have never even seen Night of the Demons. And I would love to watch that movie with you. We're going to have to do that. But that's our nice sleepover. That's, I mean, in order for you to understand me, like really, <laughs> that movie is important. <laughs> well, really. it'll. it's on my list. Let's do it. And so let's listen to this clip from the 1988 movie Night of the Demons, right? Or no, wait, this is the interview one, right? Yeah, so like, let me just, the, here's why we can do this for Linnea. Um, she made it so far as being the poster child of like Scream Queens. She had her own workout music video. She had like interviews on um, USA Up All Night with Ron Shear. Like she, 
she didn't even ha this isn't even a, a film she was just screaming and it just is beautiful so. so this clip is actually from an interview so we get to hear Linnea uh scream and so let's let's take a listen wow she's amazing we don't I mean, even they definitely to... had some like audio on there but like still it's like she's so badass <laughs> They call that reverb, I think. You know, I remember that from my from my karaoke friends. Um, oh, okay. So there's a word for it. <laughs> shout out, shout out to my friend Molly McCobb. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was reverb. But uh, but yeah, Linnea, man, she she's awesome, and um, you know, I definitely love the note about kind of how her horror career developed into other things right you know she had the workout videos yeah. things like that so and it's so funny because she's like if you meet her and i have been very privileged to have met her um she's the tiniest little thing and she just has such a personality on her um just it's so cool see still seeing her doing conventions and just you know and she still looks like she's still wearing the same stuff and <laughs> it's so cool like she's just nothing but love for linnea probably do all the exercising she does i guess yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go so the next one on the list i'm actually really excited about this one so Catherine isabel and and we talked at length i think um about Catherine because she's definitely newer you know of the list and of the people that we've picked for in a really an impressive like list of movies absolutely was. and this is why we've chosen her because she's done some amazing things um you know american mary i mean yeah. i loved her in that i just recently actually watched ginger snaps um you i watched it i sure you did supposed to watch it without me i'm oh. sorry i had okay. to we i don't really, have enough time to watch everything together well i would love to watch it again and uh, so let's do that when you come into town for Texas Frightmare Weekend. Sounds like um, that and Night of the Demons. So, yeah, perfect. <laughs> so movie night at my house. Yay. But Catherine Isabel. Um, is, so the clip that we chose was actually uh, from her appearance in Jason versus Freddy. Uh, it's from 2003. So let's take a let's take a listen to Catherine. <laughs> So awesome. I mean, uh, man, I'm so glad that we included Catherine Isabel. She is such a great actress. She's kind of newer, like I said, in like the last 20 years or so of horror. And uh, she is so talented. And everything she does impresses me. Absolutely. And, you know, she really gives you um, different feels in the, in the different movies that she's in. You know, you don't really see kind of the same stuff over and over. If yeah, you, like this film, she was very vulnerable. American Mary, she's freaking just like dominant, right? And like so emotionally um, numb due to trauma. Well, and she becomes know? that way, right? And so yeah. she doesn't start out that way, and and so the transition of her character in American Mary is is really quite something to watch. So, Absolutely. to our listeners, if you guys haven't seen American Mary, it is on Shutter. You can check it out. Please do so. 
Um, but yes, man, mad props to Catherine Isabel. She is killing it. Um, and then next up, we have a special one that's actually special for both of us here. And special for the Cinebabes podcast. So you, I'm sure as a listener, you might be guessing this might be something from the Hellraiser franchise because I'm starting to freak out. But <laughs> Ashley Lawrence. Yes. So we have a clip here from Kirsty from the Hellraiser uh, franchise. This is Hellraiser, the number, the very first one, number one Hellraiser um, from 1987. So here she is. Like you, you just, Ashley, oh gosh, she was so great. You know, something that I really love about, love about Ashley, she actually is a pretty brilliant artist. Yes, she is. Her artwork. And if you, if you ever get a chance to definitely Google it, Ashley Lawrence, uh, you can, you can find some of her artwork on the online, but she has some really interesting pieces. She's quite talented. Um, you also can see her on an episode of uh, the Joe Bob Briggs um show so definitely check that out um exactly the same it's crazy um i had the incredible privilege of actually watching her create some artwork at texas frightmare um when she shared her cashews with me <laughs> she was just doodling and it just blew my mind that um she can be so kind and beautiful and just talented i love her to death yeah, well, definitely check her out um, on the last drive-in too, because I think I think they talk a little bit about her artwork too on on that segment on the Joe Bob Briggs show. So yeah, she said that her and Clive Parker used to just like doodle on the walls together. So <laughs> see, and how special is that that you can have that time, uh, you know, with people around you on set and and make those memories. The artist in her saw the artist in him, and that's just really cool to know. And that's how they connected. You know, Clive Barker. I have to say this. Uh, he's, he's been at Texas Frightmare Weekend, you know, something that he enjoys to do during the day, just to take a break. He just likes to have an OJ. He just wants a cool, a cool glass of OJ and, and some, some quiet time. So, you know, a little special tidbit on Clive. All right, everyone. So that brings us to our next Scream Queen. And this one was one that I suggested for the list. And we debated about it just a little bit because this actress, she really didn't go on to do much of anything else. Yeah. This was kind of the one thing that she was known for. So uh, Susan Baccalini. Now, Susan Baccalini is actually from the movie Jaws. And now that I've said Jaws, I know that everyone listening knows exactly which attack and yeah. which screen queen I am talking about What's going on exactly all she needs is one it's all this girl needed <laughs> yeah and so I'm talking about that uh that very 
uh, it was, it was kind of scary, right? Just and very intense, you know, she's skinny dipping by herself practically in the water and Yum. just the the home dude i think she was out with what is he passes do? out passes, on the freaking beach passes out on the right, freaking right. beach and she you know yeah. she's just out there by herself and gets attacked so let's without further ado let's jump into susan that gives me goosebumps like that really affected me just now <laughs> so this scene i i chose this for several several reasons but jaws is actually one of my favorite movies just from childhood i even as a kid read the book jaws i found it on my dad's bookshelf and i i, ha I had to read it so jaws is an amazing story but what susan has done with this scene I mean, and the, the water is kind of coming in her mouth and she's spitting it out. So you're getting a lot of the, the water gurgling sounds and everything as she's, well, being shaken around in the water and practically drowned to death. Um, and it, it, to me, they, I know that they used like uh, cables or ropes, you know, that they had attached to the actress and they were pulling her one way or another. They did the same thing to linda blair and the exorcist you know they're they're attaching these uh cables or ropes or whatever they were right to the actress and moving her this way and that way um they did the same thing with susan uh baccalini in, in this scene from jaws so i know it was really really hard you know this was a tough scene but in the fact that the scene was so tough it really actually comes across so well on screen yeah, so, I can tell you, out of all the screams that we've uh, gone through today, that one actually affected me the most. <laughs> it's insane. If there is a reality in it, and it just, you feel like you are witnessing uh, this actually happen to her. And I, I just love the sound quality. You know, they definitely captured uh, the water sounds and, and the gurgling and everything. And then, you know, when she's uh, kind of, she gets a break in the madness and this is you know you don't really see anything of what's happening under the water too much right right so your mind is just kind of you know did the shark swim away is it going to let her go and then it just comes right back for her you know um it's it's very intense and i thought she did an exceptional job well deserved so, um, absolutely all right everyone so we are nearing the end of our list so we have two screen queens left for you and our second to the last, and of course, no particular order because she is amazing, Shelley Duvall in The Shining from 1980. Stanley Kubrick, I mean, of course, something he directed ended up on this list. Uh, but Shelley Duvall was amazing. And I know you guys probably know what scene we're about to listen to. Let's hit it. And I'll blow your house in. Oh, 
there's Johnny. Man, check out that epicness. I mean, honestly, part through part of this, I'm considering all of the emotions she's having to go to, go through, what she's portraying, but I'm also looking at Jack's performance here going, yeah. man, if we had a list of Scream Kings, oh, yeah. <laughs> would he not be on the list? So maybe a future episode, but maybe, yeah. Listeners, her, let us know. Her makes me want to just like cry. Like, um, what she's portraying is real. Um, I know she went through hell filming this um, movie, and uh, I don't know. I actually have a hard time watching her in this because I feel like I'm watching a real breakdown. And I like films because they're like fantasy, you know. An escape. Not to discredit. I love The Shining, but it, it is kind of a hard thing for me to watch her in it. Well, part of the reason why it's hard. I mean, it definitely was affecting her emotionally and, and so deeply. I mean, we know that because of some of the, th some of the things that have been released about Shelley Duvall right after the fact. Yeah. Um, we know that this was hard for her, but, you know, things she's portraying in this moment very deeply. I mean, there's almost like a disbelief and shock that's in her face at times and she'll switch back and forth to like this panic and it's frantic but then there's also this defeat and this betrayal in her eyes you know someone that is supposed to love her and protect her and be the father to her child is like just terrorizing them and they have she's no escape her baby though i gotta Absolutely. say like man yeah it's 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 powerful it is Absolutely. Yep. That is such a powerful moment, a powerful per performance. And of course, we had to have this one on the list. Uh, so Shelly Duvall, she just absolutely killed it, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, and this brings us to our number 13, which this one, you and I, this is another one we both agreed on. Uh, and oh, yes, absolutely. So Vera Farmiga, and we have her uh, from The Conjuring 2. We chose this specific scene, and uh, this dropped in 2016. So let's get to the clip. Lorraine. Lorraine, what is happening? I have to see. We're through. We're through. It's time to come back. Okay, so that legitimately made me tear up a little bit. Vera has a way of just giving me an expression that makes me cry. She's that talented. I have to say, just her face is so expressive. You, you again, you know, we're getting complex emotions and and uh, and things from her. She is communicating that she is strong, but also that she knows how dangerous. Um, of a spiritual situation that she is in. She is legitimately scared, but she is still strong. And she's coming out of that, right? She's she's grasping her husband. 
um, that is her strength. The strength that she pulls from this character and, you know, just blazing through the Conjuring movies. I mean, it's always like rooted deeply in, in the love and the relationship that they have. Um, her spiritual strength, you know, but you you can just see it even in her like furrowed brow yeah. and everything. She is just... I get really? lost in those blue eyes. She's just crazy. And I can't talk about her without bringing up Bates Motel. That is my favorite um, show. I think I've watched it four times now and I'm always down to watch it again. She's just she, she unmatched. Absolutely. You know? Like I, I love the fact that she does mainstream. Um, she clearly has a love for the horror genre. Um, and yeah, she's, still doing great things and could probably win an Academy Award any day. <laughs> so, yeah, she is definitely very talented. And I love that her career, you know, she, I don't even know that she's at the peak of her career, but she's definitely doing really well. I know that we have a lot more to see from Vera. Uh, she's just so talented. Um, and so for me, yes, we're finishing on number 13. We've been through this long list, right? We, uh, just to go back through them, Drew Barrymore, um, you know, Sigourney Weaver, Jamie Lee Curtis, Linda Blair, you know, we went through and did Janet Lee, of course, Tiffany Shepis, Barbara Crampton, Linnea Quigley, uh, Catherine Isabel, Ashley Lawrence, Susan Baccalini, uh, we did Shelley Duvall, and then now Vera Farmiga. And Our number it, one. Yeah, I feel like if I had to pick a number one from this list, I mean, it, it's really tough for me, but I really do love Vera. I think she does a great job. Um, you know, I, I think a, a little personal favorite on this list, of course, of course, would be like Catherine Isabel. I think she's also a very strong female lead. I think she's um, versatile in her talents. She can play the victim but she can also play that heroine that you need, you know, the, the strong female. Um, and she can also tie a little bit of villain in there. I think we've yeah. seen that in her work as well. Yeah, so my, my personal number one favorite, like just me is definitely Linnea Quigley and mm -hmm. same reasons. Cause she, uh, she always becomes the monster too in the movie. And I, I just love lady monsters. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and if we're going to talk about Lady Monsters, I mean, Linda Blair, like, yeah. and even as a child actress, just nailing that. Um, it, I mean, I cannot think of many possessions that I have seen on film that have come after The Exorcist that have been as sharp or as hard hitting or as, you know, just, they just, they resonate with you. I can't. I can't think of any much better than that. So this was, no. this is our list. This is the art. The Cinebabes have brought you this list of 13 Scream Queens. We're calling them the ultimate Scream Queens, but we definitely, we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from our listeners, our new listeners. You're joining us for this podcast. Let us know. Is there someone that we missed? Yeah. Is there someone that's on our list that shouldn't be. Uh, we definitely are, are here to, to have these conversations with you. So let us know on social media. You know, we'll be posting the links to this episode and uh, come come back and, uh, and chat with us on either Instagram or Facebook. Um, we'd be happy to hear from you and 
what your thoughts are. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. So here from the Cinebabes podcast, I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And until next time, we'll see you at the movies. You've been listening to the Cinebabes, a horror podcast. If you have an episode suggestion or want to commit yourself as a future guest, email your evil bidding to cinebabes at gmail.com. C-E-N-O-B-A-B-E-S at gmail.com. And that's Bella Gmail. See you next time.